Well, praise the Lord, saints of God. This is Apostle Robert Summers, and I'm delighted today that you are joining me here on the New Breed broadcast. And today I would like to talk about a topic entitled Breakthrough Believer. What is a breakthrough believer? I'd like to perhaps talk a little bit about the characteristics of a breakthrough believer, uh, what is indeed the definition of a breakthrough believer, because we use terms in the church, we use terms in the apostolic and in the prophetic uh, dimension, such as breakthrough believer. Uh, but sometimes we just use these terms and we really don't uh, teach uh, what those terms are, are really about. What is, what is the true meaning behind the term breakthrough believer? And of course, there's many books out there about breakthrough believers. And uh, there's I have done CD series on uh, breakthrough believers, and I address sometimes uh, groups of people when I'm ministering in gatherings and teaching, I'll refer to the people of God as breakthrough believers. But what does that mean? Well, we, we need to start by understanding that we are called, in the Word of God, we are called kings and priests. We are called kings and priests. And when we are called kings and priests, of course, kings speaks of royalty, uh, kings speaks of uh, of government, of the ability to rule, the ability to reign. So as breakthrough believers, we have to incorporate the fact that we are indeed kings and we are called to royalty. We are, uh, you know, a, a royal people. We are royal people. We are also not just called to royalty and to government, but we are called priests. And we are uh, priests and by definition of a priest, we are then called to holiness. We are a holy nation, a royal priesthood. And so a breakthrough believer uh, uh, encapsulates that uh, definition. And, and by that definition, we have to extend that further and say that if that's the case, if we are indeed royalty and we are indeed kings and priests, then we are called to live at a higher standard. You know, kings don't live at a lower standard than the people to whom they serve. So as believers, we are all called to serve within the kingdom. We are called to serve, and therefore, we must serve at a high standard. We do not serve at a lower standard. We do not serve with the definitions of the world. And, you know, I think that's very important to say because I'm a little concerned where I see believers operating uh, what I call loosely. In other words, the standards of the kingdom come down because they feel that uh, perhaps to win the world to Christ or to bring people into the kingdom, that somehow that we become all things to all people or to be relevant to perhaps the next generation, that standards must be lowered. And, and that is in that indeed not the case. We are called to raise the standard the kingdom standard, the standard of royalty, the standard of government, the standard of holiness. This is, in part, what makes up a breakthrough believer. Now, I believe that breakthrough believers, uh, one of the things about breakthrough believers and one of the characteristics is that breakthrough believers make a difference on the earth. I believe as believers that we should not just fit in, but we should be leaders. We should be those that lead the charge. We should be those that pioneer. 
you know, by by definition, the term to break through means that you're going through something. Perhaps it's opposition in a region. Perhaps it's opposition in a territory. Perhaps it's opposition in a family or a church, whatever it may be. Breakthrough believers, when they are established in a region or established in a family or established in a nation, I believe that breakthrough believers are leaders. They're the ones that have the anointing from God to break through. They can break through into hard areas, uh, tough regions, um, you know, to break through something, uh, of course, you take the initial blow. We are breakthrough believers, and I believe that God is raising up this new breed type of generation that it has the power to break through and has unusual strength and has unusual grace to, to go through where other people were unable to go. I also believe that the breakthrough believer, as he goes through and pioneers and trailblazes and, 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 and is, is the first to go through and break up the fallow ground because the anointing, that apostolic anointing that is on their life, that there is a, also a great type of faith that is put on this breakthrough believer or what we would also call this new breed type of believer. You know, we the world is in need of change. We need change everywhere. We need change within the church. We need uh, change within regions. Uh, we need to remove Jezebel from the seat of authority over regions and over households and uh, you know families and in businesses and government and over our schools. But we certainly need to root Jezebel out of the church. And to do that, it's going to take a new breed type of apostle. It's going to have to take the breakthrough believers to go forth as a mighty battle axe in the spirit and begin to chop down and uproot the, the seat of authority that Satan is perhaps sitting in over your particular region. So with this breakthrough believer, they have great faith. They have a great grace to operate with extreme faith that is able to move mountains. And of course, a breakthrough believer is is has a has a special paradigm in the area of boldness. Uh, breakthrough believers do not retreat. Breakthrough believers are constantly advancing. They're constantly moving forward. They have great grace to 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 move forward, and uh, they have uh, movement. They're constantly moving forward. They're constantly advancing. They're constantly charging, and with that charge, breakthrough believers have a momentum that they're able to keep up with. You know, sometimes I see uh, believers or Christians, they'll get involved in things. Perhaps it's a prayer meeting. Perhaps it's deliverance. Perhaps it's teaching on a particular topic. Or perhaps it's a new church plant, whatever it may be. And they start well, so they have movement. But what they do not have is they do not have what I call apostolic momentum. And the reason that they don't have apostolic momentum is because the, the initial charge, the initial thrust was not apostolic. It may have been off a pastoral mantle or, you know, uh, elders or bishops or what have you. It's not an apostolic charge. And breakthrough believers, when they go forth, they go forth with an apostolic charge and that creates apostolic momentum, the ability to continue and move forward. Now, one of the other uh, paradigms about breakthrough believers is breakthrough believers do not maintain. 
They are not types of people that look to maintain things or keep the status quo. Breakthrough believers are always looking to pioneer new things, and that's because they are connected to apostles, and, of course, they are apostolic believers. Of course, the other thing, one of the characteristics about a breakthrough believer is that they have extreme sensitivity to the Holy Spirit. When you have extreme sensitivity to the Holy Spirit, we're able to have great dynamics in the area of intercession and prayer. We have a great discernment that takes place and people are able to uh, be set free. When there's uh, great sensitivity to the Holy Spirit, uh, believers will know the move of God and be able to shift when God shifts. You know, I do have a concern that many churches and ministries and men and women of God uh, do not shift when the Holy Spirit moves and shifts in another direction. In some cases, this can even go decades where God has moved to, a, to doing a totally different thing, but yet we have churches and we have ministries that continue to operate under an old paradigm. Not that it didn't have a purpose in the season that it was in, but it's become old. Um, perhaps it was in a region where there was something that took place and uh, there was a digging in that region and uh, a great, there was a great well of deliverance and prophetic and perhaps even apostolic that took place and souls were saved and revival took place in a region. But that well dried up because God has moved on and, and looks to do different things. So breakthrough believers have a great sensitivity to the Holy Spirit. And because breakthrough believers enter into the earth realm and they are, what they're able to do is, 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 like I said, bring a difference and they provide solutions to society. They provide solutions to mankind. They provide solutions to their peer groups. They provide solutions on their job. You know, once again, breakthrough believers are at a higher level and you are a breakthrough believer. I believe that every believer is a breakthrough believer. What we have got to do is get you to understand the reality of being a breakthrough believer. So I want to encourage you. I want you to encourage yourself and say this. Say, I am a breakthrough believer. That's right. Say it right now, right here. I am a breakthrough believer. Say it one more time. I am a breakthrough believer. And as a breakthrough believer, one of the things that you have a passion and a desire to do is to build up apostolic ministry, build up apostolic ministry both in the uh, ecclesia, but also within the marketplace. You know, apostolic ministry is not limited to the four walls of the church. As a matter of fact, about 98%, perhaps even 99% of people that go to church, and I'm talking about the four-wall church, uh, I use the term equipping center, but those that enter in to gatherings or times of converging on Sunday, you know, maybe, really it's probably less than 1% actually work within the four walls of the church. Now, that does not mean they don't have a calling on their life. That does not mean they're not anointed. Uh, and certainly, it, every believer has, is, a, is a breakthrough believer. But where do you break through? So we need to understand that the breakthrough needs to take place not on Sunday morning. The breakthrough doesn't need to take place in gatherings. The breakthrough needs to be realized into the world. And we should not be afraid to go to the world. Abraham was promised in, uh, by God that he would inherit the world. One of the things that we have as the Abrahamic covenant is passed on to us and part of the kingdom 
is this, is that we have the right to inherit. We are the Joshua generation, the Joshua and Caleb generation, and we have the right to inherit, and that is a perpetual right, and the, our inheritance is the world. So as a breakthrough believer, as we engage the world, as we go out to the world, we're going to bring solutions. And, uh, uh, and, and one of the ways we bring solutions is because people are going to see that we have the, the spirit of God. Uh, we are Christ-like. Um, you know, we have an anointing from God. Of course, the Bible says we, you have an anointing from above, and therefore you know all things. So we have the solution. We have it in us. It's within the fabric of our spirit, our born-again spirit that is Christ-like to bring solutions. You know, Christ brought solutions. People were attracted to Christ because he brought solutions. Jesus brought solutions. And that same person that brought solution solutions in the first century is in you. And you live in the 21st century as a breakthrough believer, and you're to bring forth solutions. And then finally, one of the other things is I believe that um, breakthrough believers can go into, like I said, into regions and, and shift the atmosphere and um, basically lead that particular region. And they will turn that whole city or that whole territory upside down. So there's some unique characteristics of breakthrough believers, and this is uh, not a teaching in its entirety. I just want to take just a few minutes and begin to talk to you about being a breakthrough believer. And once again, you are a breakthrough believer. You have that pioneering spirit. You, you, you are sent ahead of everyone else. You're sent ahead of people in your family. Don't look at your family as providing solutions for you. You look at it as God is sending you to pioneer a new move of God even within your own family, even on your job, God is sending you into these businesses, into in, in, into these uh, educational sectors and business sectors and government sectors. Perhaps it's arts and entertainment, and you know the different gates that we're able to go into society and, and begin to bring change. God is sending you through there as a breakthrough believer. So when you go through these systems, as it were, you need to stand fast. And see the salvation of the Lord and go forth with the high standard of excellence and go forth once again as a mighty battle axe in the spirit. It begin to break through. Now you'll have resistance, you'll have persecution, but you have the grace of God on your life to endure that persecution. Well, I see my time is up for today. What I'd like to do is just remind you that you can always go to our website at www.aotbm.org and we are Authority of the Believers Ministries and I would ask that you navigate around and see some of the things we have going on. Look specifically at our new breed equipping center located here at, in Columbus, Ohio at 990 Kings Mill Parkway in Columbus, Ohio, conveniently located off of I-270 and I-71. And of course, those of you that follow me on Facebook and uh, listen to other podcasts, we would always love to see you. If you're ever in the region, come and visit. If you're looking for products and information, once again, we have products available on our website, and they will always uh, edify you and equip you and release you into a higher dimension. Praise God. Well, 
Until next time, this has been Apostle Robert Summers reminding you to walk in your authority and exercise your dominion on the earth.